welcome to the Breezy Babies podcast where we talk about all things boobs, babies, and breastfeeding. This is episode number three, No Sore Nipples Allowed. I'm Bree, the IBCLC, and I made Breezy Babies with you in mind to help ease your transition into parenthood. Becoming a parent changes your life in every way imaginable. Bumps in the road are going to come up as you move into your new role, but my goal is to help smooth out those bumps and help you become the most confident parent you can be. With good education and support, I know you can meet your breastfeeding and parenting goals. Let's do this together. Hello and welcome, Mama. Thank you for coming and hanging out with me today. I'm so excited to talk about a common topic that I get so many questions about, and it's how to avoid sore nipples. Now, I want to start by asking you to um, raise your hand (laughs) wherever you are if you have had a mom, a sister-in-law, a cousin, a neighbor, a friend, anyone in your life who has told you before you started your breastfeeding journey, just so you know, it is going to hurt really bad. Um, I'm guessing that there are a lot of hands going up in the air because that is a common misconception is that breastfeeding is painful and that's just a normal part of it, especially in the beginning. But today I am going to take that myth and I am going to bust it wide open. Now, if you haven't already, I want you to think back um, to what your breastfeeding goal is. And that's going to be different for everyone. Maybe your goal is to just breastfeed for the first two days of your baby's life. Um, Maybe your goal is to make it to two weeks, two months, two years, whatever your personal breastfeeding goal is. I want you to have that in mind as we talk today. And if you haven't set a goal already, um, that's an important part of your breastfeeding journey is to have some goals in mind. And even if in the beginning, your goal is just to make it to two days of breastfeeding, um, sometimes when you get to that point, you think, you know what, things are actually going well. I think I'm gonna now set a new goal of making it to two weeks. And then when you get to two weeks, you can reevaluate and decide if you want to continue on from there as well. So whatever your goal is, I want you to think of that right now, okay? And I want you to realize that one of the most common reasons why moms do not meet their breastfeeding goals is because of pain, which I get it. Um, Breastfeeding is something that you are doing so often throughout the day and throughout the night. (laughs) You're on the job 24-7. It's something that you're doing so often that if you are feeling toe-curling pain, Um, I can understand why you wouldn't want to do that anymore. That makes sense to me. But I am here to tell you that toe curling pain is not a normal part of breastfeeding. Whew, are you relieved? I hope so. Let's talk today about some of my top three tips on how you can avoid sore nipples from the very beginning. Now, before we hop into those top three tips, I want you to remember that the best time to learn about breastfeeding is before you even deliver. It's before you even run into the problem. Um, I like to think of it more as proactive care instead of reactive care. And what 
uh, reactive care. And what that means is that before a problem even arises, you've already educated yourself and prepared yourself and set your goals beforehand. Instead of running into a problem in the middle of the night and Googling, and maybe you're finding reliable information, maybe not. <laughs> but what I want you to do is prepare yourself before you even get into the situation which is why I am so happy that you are spending time with me here today. Um, despite all the other things you have going on in your life, um, I know that this is information that is going to really help you meet your breastfeeding goals. So in a setting like this on a podcast, it's really tricky for me to show you exactly what a good latch um, looks like when you're setting it up and how to hold your breast and how to position your baby. All of that's really tricky for me to do on a podcast, but luckily for you, I have a great Instagram account that goes over all of these things at breezy babies. There's two underscores in between the breezy and the babies. Um, but if you go there, you can actually see some of my videos and highlight bubbles on how to set up a good latch. Um, I talk about things such as when you bring your baby to the breast, you want to line them up nose to nipple first. So that means your baby's nose is lined up to your nipple. And you may be wondering why would you want to do that? Well, one reason is first of all, when your baby um, is nose to nipple, she will actually be able to smell the colostrum and she will start to think, oh yeah, it's time for feeding. Another thing that it does is it helps to line up your nipple in the perfect position so that your nipple is going to the roof of your baby's mouth and not just going straight into your baby's mouth. I like to call that an asymmetrical latch because ideally your baby's nipple, um, sorry, your nipple should be going in your baby's mouth um, all the way, if you take your tongue and rub it um, against the roof of your mouth, and if you go back to where your hard palate becomes soft, you're gonna feel a little sweet spot almost back in the top of your, of your throat. That is where your nipple should be going in your baby's mouth. Now you might be thinking that's quite a ways in there. I don't think my nipple can reach that far. Well, it can because your nipples are very elastic. They can stretch and your baby also creates a vacuum when she feeds, which helps to elongate your nipple um, up to four times when she's feeding as well. So basically your job is to get as much breast tissue into your baby's mouth as possible. Um, you can't get too much in there, but you can get too little in there. Remember, it's called breastfeeding. It's not called nipple feeding. So we're not just shooting for the nipple to get into your baby's mouth. We're shooting for the whole breast. And one way that you can really help to do that is to make a sandwich out of your breast. So if you imagine you had a big hamburger in your hands, you were going to take a bite into that hamburger. You would kind of squish it to the shape of your mouth first, and then when you we're going to put that hamburger into your mouth, you'd kind of put the bottom of your mouth first, like your chin, and then you'd pop on the top of your mouth to really get a mouthful. It's the same way with your baby. We'll make a sandwich with your breast in the same way that your baby's mouth is going. I like to think of your baby's chin as leading the way. So the chin buries into your breast tissue and then the top of the mouth just pops on. 
And there are secrets that you can use, little tips and tricks of how to hold your breast with a C shape and kind of use your thumb to help push as much breast tissue into your baby's mouth as possible. I teach all of those things on my Instagram, um, in workshops that I do. And that is so much easier when I can show you visually, but hopefully that helps give you a little bit of an idea of how to set up a good latch so that your baby is getting as much breast tissue into her mouth as possible. Now I mentioned in the beginning that nipple pain is one of the top three reasons why moms do not meet their breastfeeding goals and they wean or they stop breastfeeding their baby before they planned. So think about your goal and the way that you are going to help yourself get to your breastfeeding goal the best, especially in those first days and weeks after delivery is ensuring that you are setting up a good latch and not um, falling into this trap of nipple pain that will send you down this long, sad road that's really hard to come back from. So another thing that I'll add to this is that if you are feeling toe curling nipple pain, that is not a normal part of breastfeeding, which leads me into my top three tips for avoiding nipple pain. I want you to think of writing a little sign that says no sore nipples allowed, kind of like you did when you were a kid, right? And you'd write no boys allowed or whatever you do and you tape it on your door. That's what my kids like to do. Um, you're going to be writing this and pretend like you are pasting this on your forehead when it comes to breastfeeding your baby. So my first tip to you, tip number one, is bleeding, breakdown, and blisters are not normal. I like to call these the three B's. <laughs> so it's normal that after you have a baby to feel a little bit of tenderness because number one, this is a new sensation. I don't know about all of you, but after I had a baby, I was not used to somebody sucking on my nipples every couple of hours. Same for you? Probably so. So this is going to be a new sensation for your nipples. Plus, after you deliver your baby, you have a whole shift in hormones in your body, which can also lead to a little bit of nipple tenderness as well. But there is a big difference between your baby making contact with you and toe curling pain. Those are two totally separate things. So if you are seeing blood, if you are seeing open wounds, um, blisters, all of those things are not a normal part of breastfeeding. I would highly recommend working with an IBCLC lactation consultant in your area to help you with your latch because that is going to be the number one most important thing to look at. The fanciest nipple cream in the entire world cannot fix a bad latch. That's going to be the most important thing to fix first of all. So please do not hesitate to reach out for help, especially if you have somebody in your area who can offer you hands-on help. If you are delivering in the hospital or the birth center, even if you're delivering at home, there is a lactation consultant in your area who can meet with you and help you to get a deeper latch and help you come up with a care plan specialized just for you to clear up those sore nipples. Now we can talk about some of my favorite products that do help 
to heal nipples and protect nipples, but I'm not going to focus too much on that for this podcast because like I said, I like to keep these short to the point to give you actionable steps that you can walk away with and apply right away. So I'm going to move on to tip number two now, which is follow the 30 second rule. Now what this means is that when your baby first latches on, it's going to feel a little sore and tender. Like I explained before, this is a new sensation. So give it about 30 to 60 seconds for your baby to start sucking. And if it's still not feeling quite right after that first 30 to 60 seconds, then my third tip for you is unlatch your baby and try again. Now it might take 20, 30 tries just to get one good latch. That is fine. I would so much rather have you be teaching your baby the right way to latch and breastfeed than to just be pushing through a shallow latch and be curling your toes and in pain the whole time. Um, that's not going to be a good plan to follow because first of all, you will start having such breakdown, bleeding, blisters, all those three B's that I was explaining about in tip number one, you will go down that long, sad, sad road of nibble pain that is so hard to come back from. So it's not going to be a great situation for you. And that pain is going to make it so you're less likely to meet your breastfeeding goals. But more importantly, your baby is not going to be as effective at pulling out milk from your breast. When your baby has a shallow latch that's painful for you, I like to think of it as taking little sips out of a straw, just like sip, 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 sip. Your baby's not really getting good, big mouthfuls, as opposed to when your baby has a nice deep latch and her chin is buried into your breast and she can use that nice, strong jaw to compress some of your breast tissue. What you're going to notice is that when your baby has a good deep latch with those lips flanged out is that when your baby does a suck, she's really going to drop her jaw down and kind of pause as her chin is dropping down. And what's happening during that time is your baby's mouth is filling up with breast milk. Kind of try this with a straw. If you have a cup with a straw, you can try just by taking little sips and hardly even moving your mouth. And then in comparison, I want you to then suck on that straw and let your chin drop down and you're going to feel how your entire mouth is going to fill up with liquid and then you're going to do a big swallow down. That is going to be so much better for your baby to get those nice big swallows as compared to just tiny little sucks. So a deep latch is not only a win for mom, but it's totally a win for your baby as well. So please don't just push through a painful shallow latch. It's totally fine to take your baby off and try again. I like to think of those first three to four weeks after birth as kind of an uphill battle. It's a tricky time. <laughs> You're just figuring out latch. Your baby's just figuring out latch. Even if you've breastfed before, this is a new experience with a new baby. Those first three to four weeks is going to feel a little bit like, no, this way, no, this way, no, this is how we do it. It's all about muscle memory. And then once you get past that first month or so, 
then your baby is going to be like, oh, this is how we latch and things are going to start to click and get easier. So side note, I always tell parents that I work with, don't throw in the towel the first three to four weeks when it comes to breastfeeding, because guess what? The period is hard for everyone. It's a little bit of an uphill battle. And if you can push through those first three to four weeks, that's when things start to click and get easier and your baby can just latch on with ease and it's not taking so many tries to get one good latch. So going back to my third tip, unlatch your baby if the latch is not looking great. Well, I should say if the latch is not feeling great, because guess what? More important than how a latch looks a hundred percent is how it feels. If a latch doesn't look totally great, but it feels great for mom. Perfect. If a latch looks good, but mom is having toe curling pain, guess what? That's not going to work out. So if a latch is not feeling right, what I want you to do is not just take your baby off the breast because babies can create quite a bit of suction on the breast. And when you just pull them off, that creates a lot of shearing damage that can happen and a lot of pain. So instead I want you to always think of breaking the suction first before taking your baby off. Guess what? Babies have really strong sucks. So sometimes you have to slide a clean finger into the little side of their mouth, almost push down on their tongue to break the suction first and then take your baby off and try again. Whew, so are we doing good? Feeling a little bit better about latching and things to shoot for to meet your breastfeeding goals and avoiding sore nipples, right? We are going to kick sore nipples to the curb. And if we can avoid them from starting from the very beginning, then we don't have to a week down the road, try and bring you back down that long, sad road of nipple pain and damage. So again, my top three tips when it comes to this is number one, the three B's are not normal. My second tip for you was follow the 30 second rule. And my last tip for you was please unlatch your baby and try again if it's not feeling right. Now, before I let you go, I always like to leave you with just a helpful little tip because I know that being a parent is not easy. It is not an easy job. So I want to challenge you today to do something that scares you. Do something that pushes you. Do something that feels outside your comfort zone. For me, what that is today is recording this podcast. I love teaching families. I have taught families for years, but this is new and different for me to record a podcast like this. I'm putting it out to the world. I don't know how it's going to be received. It's something that's scary for me, but what I'm imagining right now is each of you listening to this and the difference that it's going to make in your life to help you meet your breastfeeding goals and really smooth out your transition into parenthood. What I really wanted to do instead was watch a show, take a nap, maybe grab a snack, but I wrote down today that I was going to be recording this podcast. So here I am. I hope that this provided helpful information for you you know I'm going to keep showing up for you here and helping you out. I would love to connect with you. 
the best way to do that is to join my email list at breezybabies.com. I send you a fun little massage freebie with some top tips to help you through your postpartum transition. And I also love to connect with you all on my Instagram at breezy two underscores babies. And I love to hear about topics that you would like to learn more about on this podcast. If you loved what you heard today and it was helpful for you, I would so appreciate for you to leave me your feedback. The best way to do that is to write me a review wherever you are listening to this. And that not only helps me out, but it also helps other mamas who are in need find this podcast. You are all amazing. You're doing amazing work in your families. I want to leave you with this last thought that I always tell my girls before they leave for school and when I wake them up in the morning. And that is what I also want you to repeat to yourself. It is, I'm strong, I'm smart, I'm beautiful, and I'm a good friend to all. Thank you so much, and we'll catch you next time.